Side to Okoro in the lane. Allen, look out! Oh my, a thunderous tomahawk jam from Jared Allen. That was a rim wrecker right there. 61 to 40. Ooh, that had the crowd oohing and on. Now the 2 0 pitch to Brennan. Swung on, blasted. Deep right field. Back is Hernandez. Leaps, he can't make the catch. Ball off his glove, goes to the track. In the score is Naylor. He is followed by Jimenez. We are tied at three. Sends it right up the middle, and it's going to find its way into center field. Base hit for the Chargers. They got the bat on the ball that time. Got it right up the middle and on through. Pistol formation, Stroud at quarterback, Hayden at tailback behind him. Fake handoff, Stroud screens it out on the left side where it's caught by Stover at the 10 of Indiana. To the 5, and Stover leaps for the goal Ends line. Up, yep. Touchdown, Cade Stover as he got his knees taken out, but he reached for the pylon for the goal line and was able to score his second TD catch of the game, and it's 41-7 Ohio State. You're listening to The Locker Room Show, brought to you by... Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Stein, Olson and Stang CPAs, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. And a very good Saturday morning here on the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. A brisk 45 degrees out there right now at the Radio Ranch here just after 9 a.m. I'm the Captain Chris Morgan, joined today by Mark Lena. Josh is down in Tennessee just doing all sorts of good stuff down there. So we got the bullpen squad coming in here for today. Yeah, well, you know, the, the the big thing is that Eric is the one that really is doing the work down there because she's actually running a full marathon. That she is, and uh, Josh is there going along for the ride, cheering on and supporting his wife. So best of luck to Erica running the marathon, and for Josh, just continue having fun, right? Yeah, I, I volunteered <laughs> last weekend to run the pace car. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Someone's got to do it, right? <laughs> That's right. Getting right to the phone line here this morning, we're going to go with it with uh, Joe Crawford, the athletics director over at Willard. And, uh, of course, if you haven't heard yet going into this weekend, unfortunately, the legendary basketball coach over in Willard, Bob Haas, did pass away earlier on this week and uh, wanted to open up the show here today with a chance to talk to uh, someone prominent in the Willard community and uh, get their thoughts on everything and uh, just kind of reflect on uh, just the all the good things that Bob Haas brought to the uh, Willard community. So uh, good morning, Joe. How are you doing today? Good morning. Uh, got the rain. So, of course, in AD world, it's... Uh... What am I canceling today? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Isn't that the truth? Uh, but, of course, uh, the big thing here with Coach Haas passing away, just you know, take a few minutes and uh, share your thoughts with us with that and uh, what Bob Haas meant to you uh, with the Willard community. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, I, I would not claim to be the uh, number one person uh, to be able to speak on behalf of uh, Coach Haas. Obviously, people you know, know him a long time. Uh, I guess I would have come later, uh, you know, in the 90s, 
um, but all of my interactions with him, and there were quite a few, um, were were fantastic, outstanding, all the things that you would expect. Um, and I got kind of close to him here uh, in the later years, and uh, with him broadcasting and coming to the games, and then his wife Sandy got to really know her pretty well. And um, yeah, it is just right up here until you know this uh, this last year, uh, really staying keep in touch with Coach Haas and what's going on with the team and making sure I got his schedules to him early so he knew, you know, who we'd be playing. And uh, and talking baseball, because I don't think a lot of people know that Coach was a huge baseball fan, and, and I have a couple of good stories um, on baseball and, uh, and him and myself, too. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I was just very lucky to get to know him here in these uh, later years. And, uh, yeah, just one of those guys that's uh, just a fixture in the Willard community. Coach Bob Haas, of course, uh, talking now with Joe Crawford, the athletic, to Will- athletic director over in Willard. And uh, I just always loved going into a basketball season, especially just knowing uh, Bob Haas is going to be there over in Willard whenever we make a trip over there, whether he's broadcasting with us or not. He's going to be there supporting uh, the Willard Flashes. And uh, he was just all about Willard all the way through uh, his uh, life even after retirement yes and uh you know i guess he could uh he could be there whenever he wanted since uh the gym is named after him <laughs> <laughs> so if there's one person that could stay there 24 hours a day seven days a week um that would be totally fine coach oscott you know could stay there 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 are little intricacies built into that building that were actually done specifically for coach Haas. um I can't think of too many more places out there that where you could say this building is that person. And, you know, the, the Haas Gymnasium in our town really is the center of town. It is the center of everything in our town. I feel like everything radiates from the Haas Gym. And that's really because of what Coach Haas was able to do um, in those days with uh, our Willard boys basketball team. Yeah, Joe, this, this is Mark Lane. And, I can I can speak for myself in the fact that uh, Coach Haas was he knew about everything. I, I mean, you know, all sports, and it wasn't just the Willard Crimson Flashes. And the, and the reason I can speak for that is back in the seventies, we had the Northern Ohio League Wrestling Championships at Willard, and I was the Norwalk heavyweight. And I'm down there, you know, in between matches, and Coach Haas comes up and starts talking about my career. Now, I wrestled for Norwalk, not Willard, but but he just, you know, he was just a personable. He loved people and sports, and, and you know, that was a true testament to him. And, of course, I got to know him much better later on in the years, uh, you know, through uh, his helping us out with uh, sportscasting. That, that's correct. He he wanted to know everything, and he would uh, quiz me. I'd go over to see him, and and he'd really quiz me on everything. And he would be he would be really up on all of our other sports and our girls uh, girls teams. And and I, like I said, I would give him schedules. And like I said, he really I thought it was pretty apropos that he lived over by the baseball field, our, our Dean Avenue <laughs> complex. Um, you know, I was I was able to see him. Uh, we were actually when I was with the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, we were in town playing the Cincinnati Reds, and I had Coach Haas come down with uh, another big Willer supporter, uh, Howard Bauer, and they came down 
and I got them down to see the Reds, and I brought them down to the clubhouse, and I think uh, he was like a kid in a candy store. You know, I would think at that point somebody who's as experienced as Coach Haas, it would be hard to give him that kind of enjoyment, but he really did. He looked like he was a 12-year-old kid, and one of the greatest things I ever saw was Coach Haas and Bob Euchre um, over in the corner of the clubhouse just having a grand old conversation. And uh, Coach brought that up to me a lot. I think it was a huge deal for him. And, uh, and he just a, he's always just a, he's been a sports person, like, his whole life. Uh, now, Joe, obviously still very early on here, but I would assume uh, the Willard community, especially here, are getting into the possibly fall sports season next year or even basketball with the winter sports, uh, probably going to have uh, some sort of big celebration here to uh, just commemorate Coach Haas and his legacy on the Willard community, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, uh, we want to we do our part uh, here first um, in these days for the family and um, taking care of making sure that uh, – that Coach Haas is sent off the way he should be sent off. And then, you know, this year we have been a lot of painting projects in the Haas gym. And, um, and Beth Sage, a, a great painter, came up with a – we had asked her to do something. If anybody who's familiar with Harry Carey, um, the longtime broadcaster mm-hmm. for the Cubs, they, they made a drawing of him that really featured prominently his glasses. It was kind of an outline. So it kind of became like the Harry Carey logo. And we asked her to come up with something, and I really think she hit it out of the park. And inside the visitor's locker room, uh, that is painted in there. And I have some ideas on how I, 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 I want to use that. Um, but you're right, it is very early. But there's absolutely zero chance of next year happening without us recognizing uh, Coach Hoff. All right. With that, we'll go ahead and let you go here, Joe. But thanks for coming on the air with us on the Locker Room Show and just uh, sharing your thoughts and just remembering Coach Haas and uh, looking forward to see what the Willard community is going to be coming up with here in the coming months for that. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. That's Joe Crawford, the athletic director over in Willard, talking about the legendary Bob Haas, uh, like we said, unfortunately passing on here earlier on just a couple of days ago. But, uh, boy, I- I've only gotten to do a couple of games with him in my career, just uh, just going over to Willard. Uh, I think it was uh, one time a St. Paul Willard game, actually, if I remember correctly. Of course, you got Bob Haas, Willard royalty, myself, the St. Paul grad. That was kind of fun doing that there with that uh, uh, matchup specifically, but... Uh, boy, even if he's just meeting you for the first time, Coach Bob Haas, just uh, one of those people that is just one of the kindest souls you'll ever meet. Yes, I, I th- that's just the man. You know, take away the the basketball coach, and and the man was was just he was just as fantastic as a person as he was being a uh, basketball coach. That that's that's for sure. Absolutely. So our thoughts and prayers go out to the Haas family as they uh, continue to uh, go through their process here over the next uh, few months or so. But uh, just once again, Coach Haas really going to be missed. And uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to have him broadcast some games with us and help us out there. And if you've ever met Bob Haas, then you're definitely better off for it. I did get one kick out of the we we, we were talking uh, one time uh, uh and I had a career working for Norfolk Southern, you know, railroad. And we got to talking. And after he retired, 
He was actually hauling CSX crews for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was, you know, like a, a crew would uh, come into Willard, and then they'd have to go back to Chicago, or uh, yeah, Chicago, and and he was driving around, taking train crews and and, and moving them around for a while there <laughs> in in his retirement. And so we were, you know, we were kind of talking a little railroad, and, and you know, maybe a little smack because of the. Two competing railroads. Yeah, just a little bit of trash talk, right, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> Even in the railroad industry, yeah. it still exists. All right, with that, let's go ahead and take a break. Here on the Locker Room Show, when we come back, we'll be talking with sports writer extraordinaire Josh Morgritt, uh, catching up with his thoughts on some spring sports here in the local area, Mineralville Softball on another tear. We'll see what they ended up doing here last night against Crestview, and uh, they've got kind of a little bit of a stranglehold on the Firelands Conference right now with a couple of games lead at this point. But that'll be coming up next on The Locker Room Show here on 95.3. Smiley Automotive, make it car buying simple. At Smiley Automotive, you'll always find a steal of a deal with a winning lineup of quality vehicles. Cars, trucks, motorcycles, even an occasional bus or RV. Catch amazing deals at Smiley Automotive today. So slide into Smiley Automotive on Route 250 in Norwalk. You get a steal of a deal on a great set of wheels. Smiley Automotive, make it car buying simple. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Steinolson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Stein Olson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. Firelands Federal Credit Union is locally owned and a proud sponsor of our local high school sports programs. Firelands Federal Credit Union has locations in Bellevue, Norwalk, Monroeville, Bucyrus, Galleon, and now Sandusky. Firelands Federal Credit Union is member-owned. That means the earnings go to their members through lower rates on loans and a wide range of financial services at the lowest possible cost. Learn more at firelandsfcu.org. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org action. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed my mother was always very active and independent and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. 
Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org action. The Locker Room Show continues on 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And uh, back here on the Locker Room Show here on 95.3 WLKR. Good morning once again. I'm the Captain Chris Morgan alongside Mark Lane here at the Radio Ranch in Milan. 46 degrees now on this uh, Saturday morning just after 9.15 a.m. And joining us right back here on the phone line now, our next guest for the show, sports writer extraordinaire Josh Morgret. Uh, good morning, Josh. How you doing? Morning, guys. I'm uh, enjoying some sunshine. I wish it was about 80 like it was the other day, man. That 46 is brisk. Man, where are you getting sunshine at? It's all up and cloudy up in here. Oh, no. It just came up here in about the last hour. When I got up this morning, it was kind of cloudy, but it's it's sunny. It's not warm, but it's sunny. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that'll be a sign of good things to come here today. I know showers are supposed to be in the forecast throughout most of the day, and uh, unfortunately, showers did rain out that game last night for the Monroeville Lady Eagles softball team against Crestview, so they did not get that game in, but uh, still, Josh, uh, just a fantastic season once again here so far for Monroeville. 14-3 and overall, I think 6-0 and undefeated in conference play. A two-game lead at least in the Firelands Conference right now, and they are very much in the driver's seat getting into the second half. Oh, absolutely. It's just, you know, it seems like it's the same thing every year. Uh, and the biggest thing I noticed, and I kind of knew it going into Thursday's matchup in Monroeville, is they only have one senior. Now, she happens to be the starting pitcher and a heck of a pitcher in Cameron Hurst, but just one senior on that team uh, doing it without their leadoff hitter and probably their number two pitcher, Vienna Helmstetter, Coach Abe's daughter, uh, got hurt in basketball. But it's just every year it seems like they're putting out a tremendous product with great hitters, great pitching, great defense, and just another solid year. And like you said, in control of the Firelands right now, a long ways to go. They got you know another matchup with Plymouth, another one with Crestview, and two more with South Central. But... Uh, just to be at this point in the season, 14-3. and three. They've got 17 games in this year already, which is incredible, too. Absolutely is, and uh, you mentioned some of those other opponents here in the conference. Of course, uh, Plymouth, another matchup with them, another matchup with Crestview still coming up once they reschedule that. South Central, another one of those teams that's uh, kind of logjammed with just two losses so far in conference play. Uh, so uh, even though Monroeville's in the driver's seat right now, there's still some very stiff competition behind them, Josh. Absolutely. You know, Plymouth, I think, uh, district runner-ups the last two years to Mohawk. Um, like I said, South Central is kind of reloaded after Maddie Prater, Prater graduated. Uh, and even New London's playing pretty good softball this year. I mean, they gave um, Monroeville two really close matchups uh, a week or two ago. So, um, you know, like Coach Helmstetter said when I talked to him, the other night, the Firelands conference is tough, you know. 
Uh, you know, you may, might not get a regional champion or multiple district title teams out of it, but they're, they're going to be tough come tournament time, and I wouldn't want to have to play any of them right now. Yeah, Josh, this is Mark, and of course we went from June weather, which we've been enjoying, back to a traditional April weather for, for today. But yeah, that that's one of the things that Chris and I were talking about, and, and Coach Helmstetter had talked to us on the locker room a, a few weeks ago about the fact that, uh, you know, the, everything's packed together, and when you look at it, you know, the Eagles have a have a two-game lead, but you have, like, four teams that are with two losses. So, you know, everybody's bunched up, and, uh, you know, in, in that conference on, on any given afternoon or evening, uh, you know, you, you can have your hands full. Absolutely. You know, quick thought on the weather. Uh, in typical Ohio fashion, I not only have sunscreen in my work bag, but I also have hat and gloves. So uh, <laughs> I had to use them both this past week. So, um, but yeah, the teams that are right behind them, um, you know, as far as I understand, they did get maybe like an inning in yesterday, and Crestview was actually up three to nothing. Uh, Chesney Pat and the Crestview pitcher had a two-run home run, and then Crestview scored again. So uh, that'll be picked up at a later point, but. You know, they've established themselves with a two-game lead, you know, a little margin for error. If one game doesn't go right, you're still, you know, a full game ahead of everybody. But uh, you got to bring your A game every day just because the conference is so deep and talented. And whatever they do, you know, they're really playing good right now and really preparing themselves uh, for the tournament here, which is only a few weeks away. Uh, talking with Josh Morgan here once again on the Locker Room Show on this Saturday morning. And uh, shifting gears to some other spring sports here, especially baseball in the SBC. Edison, off to a, they were off to a slow start here this season, but uh, boy, they have really picked things back up in the Bay Division to the point where they're back out in front once again. Absolutely. I mean, that, talk about a team with some pitching depth. I mean, you know, state runners up last year. Uh, and really haven't lost a, lost a beat, just playing really well this year. Uh, you know, Ben Bates is the ace. And talk about a tough conference. I mean, you got Edison, Margareta, Oak Harbor's really good with their number one pitcher, Michael Lalonde. And um, even a team like Willard. I mean, Willard's got a win over Margareta, and Willard be previously undefeated Tiff and Calvert earlier this week. So, um, again, a, a, a league where you really have to bring your A game, and, you know, any team can probably win on a given night, but. Edison's playing good right now, a tough district that they're in once again this year, but uh, Coach Hoover just won his 300th game in baseball and uh, just another great team in the area. Uh, now, Josh, what other spring sports are you really uh, keeping an eye on here, especially this weekend? You know, I do a lot of baseball and softball. Um, I don't I don't dip into track and field a whole lot, just not my expertise. Uh, we have some great track and field coverage writers at our papers, so uh, I kind of keep to what I what I know best and do best in baseball and softball. And supposed to have a game today, uh, Calvert and Colonel Crawford. Uh, eight or nine days ago, they were combined like 19-0. and And Crawford's lost a couple in a row. And like I said, uh, Calvert lost a game. So we'll see if they get it in today. The fields are awful wet. I had a game last night that got about two and a half innings in before rain kind of won. So see how it goes and hopefully get back to some better, better weather here soon. Yeah, Josh, I, I was just wondering – when the weather conditions are like this, and, and often you're covering multiple games around the area, how how do you kind of plan for this? Like uh, like this the, this morning, say you had you know two games that you were going to cover in two different locations. How, how do you deal with that when you don't know what the weather's going to be like? 
it's a lot of uh, refreshing Twitter, sending texts out, <laughs> uh, a lot of reaching out to coaches and parents. I, uh, there's multiple parents of players on teams that I'll text them and say, hey, if anything happens, let me know. <laughs> uh, I've had to do that multiple times this week, and I've already done it this morning with the game I'm supposed to cover. So uh, it's a lot of wait and see and preparation for what the weather could be. You know, yesterday the game I had, I didn't think there was any chance they were going to get it in. Um, and got down to the field, did the pregame stuff, got a couple innings in, and just progressively got harder when it started raining. So uh, there's a little bit of frustration, a lot of getting wet, and, you know, just hoping for the best. Enjoy uh, the days when it's 80 like it was on Thursday. Yes. Ain't <laughs> that the truth? Well, hopefully Mother Nature cooperates a little bit more here today. But, uh, Josh, before we let you go, of course, in the last segment, talked with Joe Crawford, just reflecting on uh, Coach Bob Haas and his impact on the Willard community. And I uh, wanted to give you a few minutes here to really uh, do your own reflection there and uh, talk about the time that you were able to spend with Coach Haas. Absolutely. I appreciate that, Chris. Uh, you know, the first thing I want to tell anybody that's listening is, not a lot of people know that during the day I actually uh, like proof and edit the obituaries that come in for our group of five newspapers, which include the Norwalk Reflector and the Sandusky Register. Uh, and I had the honor and privilege of doing that yesterday for Coach Haas and his family. And just, you know, reading it was just, you know, Coach Haas's career was way before me, almost before I was born. So uh, to reflect on someone that had an impact on the area and the state was just, amazing um you know i put it on twitter that i kind of got a kick out of it i read it the first time and didn't catch it and the second time i read it i got it that he didn't want anybody to officiate his funeral and the first time i kind of <laughs> didn't realize it but officiating coaches you know not a fan but um you know coach Haas, i really got to not a lot of interaction with him you know some but i enjoyed really sitting by him as you guys know when we're at games at willard you know we're really in the same little spot and to listen to him call games on the radio was just amazing. You know, I'm there doing my job, pretty knowledgeable about basketball, and I'll see a lot of things, and then I'll hear Coach Haas say something on the radio. I'm like, I didn't even see that. <laughs> but he was just so smart and knowledgeable about the game of basketball and a tremendous human being. So condolences to the family. Um, you know, when I do obituaries, typically it's a visitation and a funeral. They're having three separate visitations just because he knew and impacted so many people. So condolences to the family and the Willard community and appreciate Coach Haas and what he did. All right. With that, we'll let you go here, Josh. But thanks for coming on the Locker Room Show with us once again here this morning. And uh, hopefully you stay a little bit dry out there covering some high school softball and baseball here this afternoon. For sure. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're going to go ahead and take another short commercial break here on the Locker Room Show as I... I'll pick which one we want to go out to. You know what? Since Josh is in uh, Nashville, we're going to go out with some Copperhead Road here, Mark. There you go. (laughs) Coming up on the Locker Room Show, it'll be time for the Sports Roundtable. Going to move that up here this week because, uh, timing-wise, for our final guest here this morning, worked out better that way. So uh, myself and Mark will be coming up with the Sports Roundtable here in just a few minutes on the Locker Room Show on 95.3. Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. 
Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. This is not a drill. Right now when you order Domino's online, everything on the menu is 20% off. Pizzas, 20% off. Specialty pizzas like the Honolulu Hawaiian, 20% off. Anything that's not pizza, say delicious stuffed cheesy bread or mouth-watering wings, you know the drill. Except it's not a drill. When you order online, everything is 20% off. Wait for it. Only at Domino's. You must select this limited time offer. Minimum purchase required for delivery. Prices, participation, delivery, and charges may vary. Online only. Discount based off the menu price of your order. Indoor air quality is a major issue in houses being built more energy efficient and sealed up as they are nowadays. If you or your family have allergies or are seeing a lot of dust all over, it may be time to get your air ducts clean. Baldoff's uses brushes to scrub your ducts spotless. We come to your home and inspect your air ducts free of charge to make sure there are no surprises when we arrive to clean. You will know the charges and procedures before the day of the cleaning. I'm Brandon Baldoff with Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. Call us for a free estimate, and remember, we take pride in what you live in. Yep, it's that time again. Spring is right around the corner, and you'll soon be splashing around in your pool. Are you ready? Stop by Prestige Pools for 15% off April 1st through the 29th. Stock up on premium pool care products from BioGuard to properly open the quick and easy way. Choose from convenient, easy-to-use pool care systems or a host of individual products and accessories to maintain that sparkling, clear water you love. For expert advice and all the BioGuard products you need, visit Prestige Pools in Norwalk. The following are general contest rules for WLKR. All contests are open to all persons 18 years of age and older unless specified. No employee or any member of their families of the Elyria Lorraine Broadcasting Company, its advertisers and promoters of any contest are eligible. The stated parties and promotional participants are not liable for injury incurred because of any contest promotion. Limit one winner per household every 30 days. Winner has 30 days from the date of giveaway to pick their prize up. Grand prize drawings will be determined per contest. Winners agree to sign a contest release form as a condition of receiving the prize package. Winners agree to allow the use of his or her name, likeness, and or voice for additional publicity and advertising purposes for the period of one year from the grand prize drawing date without additional compensation. WLKR reserves the right to amend these rules at any time. All decisions of WLKR are final. Prizes may not be refunded, transferred, or exchanged. All taxes, including sales tax and federal tax, are the sole responsibility of the winner. Copies of these rules are available by sending a self-addressed stamped envelope to General Contest Rules, care of WLKR, 10327 Milan Road, U.S. Route 250, Milan, Ohio, 44846. Rules are also available at WLKRradio.com. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. Yes, it is indeed a time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, although it's technically been time all day here today on the Locker Room Show. (laughs) Once again, I'm the captain, Chris Morgan. This is now the Sports Roundtable with Mark Lane, and uh, boy, just... 
getting closer to the NFL draft here. That's coming up next week, and we still don't know who's actually going to go number one overall, Mark. No, and, and you know, and it's funny that you, being a, a Browns fan, you know, this was kind of like the Super Bowl, the draft, but with us not having a first or second round draft pick currently, uh, you know, I haven't, haven't really thought about it. Now, keep in mind, we, we do have a good quarterback. Yes. Uh, you know, irregardless of what you thought of trading away for that, but that's one thing that we think we have. <laughs> you know, it, it looks that way. But, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's really interesting, uh, you know, watching the people go back and forth. And I kind of had to chuckle. There was a, a, a Kime, the, the, you know, head of the Cardinals, Say the uh, Phoenix Cardinals mm-hmm. was was talking about back when they were getting ready to draft and and they ended up drafting their quarterback, but Bosa was there and he told them, he said, uh, you know, you're probably going to draft that little quarterback, <laughs> and he says I'm going to make you pay for it, <laughs> and of course he went the next pick to San Francisco. And he's pretty much kept his word. Yeah, I mean, of course, that quarterback is uh, none other than Kyler Murray. And we all know the drama that he was in this past season with the Cardinals and whether or not they were going to give him that contract extension that they eventually ended up giving him. But uh, before that, there was a lot of debate in the sports community of does he even deserve it? I mean, he hasn't really taken that Cardinals franchise to the next level, had... Uh, that drama of uh, possibly not watching any film and wanting to play video games instead, which, you know, that's, I- I'm sure that's not as big of a deal as uh, some people made it out to be. But at the same time, it's just like, when you really think about it, Nick Bosa would have been the better pick there. But at the same time, would it have been for the Cardinals? Because uh, th- they've still got a lot of holes on that roster that they've just been unable to fill. Yeah, they do. And and you talk about sometimes people just stumbling into prosperity. Look at the look at San Francisco 49ers who uh end up now uh they they're talking that there's rumors about trading Trey Lance mm-hmm. because they ended up picking Mr. Irrelevant last year and he ended up being a great quarterback. Yeah, Brock Purdy just coming out of nowhere towards the end of last season and Boy, it kind of reminds you of what the Patriots had back in the day when Brady was just getting going. You have Drew Bledsoe, that established guy. Yes. This sixth-round nobody, Tom Brady, comes out of nowhere, becomes a franchise quarterback, one of the best to ever play it at this point in time. But at the time, it's like, okay, well, now we've got this guy. What do we do with the the other guy? And, of course, the Patriots ended up uh, shipping Bledsoe out and— yeah, I could very well see the same thing for Trey Lance, although uh, at, at the time, Bledsoe was a little bit further along in his career than Lance is right now. He's only a couple of years in the league after being drafted number thir- or number three overall just a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, he got hurt, and, and that's what created all the con- – well, and that's how Purdy ended up getting in, mm-hmm. you know, because Garoppolo got hurt and then, uh, you know, next man up. Uh, so uh, that was the case. Talking about football, something interesting going on tomorrow. Yeah. In Canton, Tom Benson Stadium, to a doubleheader Mm -hmm. of USFL football games. Yeah. As that that conference, you know, has kicked in. And surprisingly, the Pittsburgh Maulers and the New Jersey Generals, Canton is their home field. It's really weird, especially for... 
Pittsburgh and New Jersey to be playing home games in Canton, but the people here in Ohio will take it. Well, what happened was last year, because of COVID and everything else, all of the games were played in Birmingham, Alabama. Right. And so now this year what they've done is they've split up uh, between several stadiums. I think uh, Ford Field is uh, is the home for uh, a couple of the couple of the teams and then Birmingham and so they they've kind of spread out a little more than they did last year. Yeah, just a little bit and actually speaking of Ford Field, did you see what happened with those Lions players yesterday? Yes, and you know the thing is they have a seminar all of the players every year mm-hmm. that you cannot bet you know when when you're when you're in the facility or you know I and uh, you can't bet on your own team and all those good things. I mean, it wasn't like they weren't warned, right? I mean, especially when this time last year Calvin Ridley was getting suspended for the full season because he was caught gambling. And how can you still continue to go about and do that after you see what the league did to Ridley? I mean, how can you make a twelve hundred dollar bet? And now it's going to cost you a $3 million salary. Right. Uh, The math doesn't add up. No, definitely not good math. Uh, Sticking with a little bit of football here, as, of course, last Saturday was the Ohio State spring game. A lot of questions still with the Buckeyes, but at the same time, some really good things to look at there from that spring game last week. The highlight was watching Archie, number 45, take a handoff. Granted, it might have been set up a little bit because he, he went to the end zone untouched. <laughs> but that was still fantastic to see if you're a Buckeye fan. Absolutely was. I actually was just waking up from a nap, unintended nap anyway, at that time <laughs> and managed to see that Archie Griffin touchdown. And I, I was just leaping up and down, just so ecstatic for that. But, uh, boy, these young freshman receivers, Carnell Tate and Noah Rogers, they're going to be pushing for some playing time. And then you still got Brandon Innes coming in. In the fall, he wasn't able to early enroll this year, but the rich get richer with Brian Hartline in that receiving room. Yes, they do, and, and that uh, that one uh, young running back broke off the longest run of the of the uh, spring scrimmage. But also, your nap—that's kind of the way it was for the most part, <laughs> with the exception of a few big plays. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, We'll see who ends up winning that quarterback battle. Still kind of up in the air. I I don't personally think McCord did enough to really cement that starting position, still leaving the door open for Devin Brown. But I would still say McCord is in the driver's seat just because he's got that extra year of experience, had that spot start last year against Akron. And at the same time, people keep forgetting the reason we have Marvin Harrison Jr., is because of Kyle McCord. They were a package deal coming out of high school, essentially, so uh, that's got to play a little bit of a factor, too, I think, just their chemistry on on and off the field. Yeah, definitely. There is one other thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, We're talking about the sports franchises. Yes. And uh, there was an article uh, uh, by uh, Baby Boy Centers this week talking about he'd like his own naming rights. Okay. And, And on the serious side... On the serious side, I think he should be Maple City Joe. And the reason I say that is is Joe, you know, came to the community and, uh, you know, he married Jody and, and he came in and, and he has been so important 
to the to the Norwalk area for all these decades. And so uh, tongue in cheek, Joe, but but <laughs> I, Maple City Joe doesn't sound bad. That doesn't sound bad at all. No, I could get behind that. All right, got a couple of minutes left here on the sports roundtable, and uh, we'd be remiss to not bring up baseball. Of course, uh, the Guardians were supposed to play yesterday against the Miami Marlins. That game got rained out over in Cleveland. We'll see if they get that uh, scheduled, or I should say rescheduled, a traditional doubleheader in here this afternoon. If they do, it'll be a first pitch of, I believe, 310. Uh, here this afternoon, and they'll just go straight from one game to the other after about a half-hour break like they did with Detroit earlier on this week. But, uh, boy, we went through the first, like, two weeks of the season with no rainouts, and now all of a sudden we get two in the same week again after our basically leading the league with 17 last season. It's just like, what is going on with the weather in Cleveland? Yeah, and, 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 and one of the interesting things, you know, we haven't really... We haven't really seen the the bats come alive yet, uh, you know. And as a result of that, you look and I think like in thirteen of the games so far that uh, that the Guardians have played, the game's decided by one run. Yeah, kind of the same mo that they had yeah. last season. Yeah, yeah, and bit. and and I think that you know it works well with the with the. Uh, Pitch clock. Yeah. You know, they, they were already ahead of other teams with that. But, uh, you know, the one thing, if they start getting that hit when they need it, because mm-hmm. they've, they've had quite a few games where they've had the bases loaded with one out or no outs and came away empty, and you need to, you know, at least get a fly ball to get a run in on that. Right. You know, but if they start picking up and getting those hits, why, uh, I, I, I think uh, things will look good because – they have the pitching. I mean, uh, you know, we, we talked last week about the, their their closer is still a little suspect, but it's early in the season. Yeah, get Class A stretched out a little bit and uh, let him get back to form, get the bats woken up. Uh, Got to figure out that bottom end of the starting rotation, I think, but uh, injuries are still playing a role with that as yeah. well. And uh, thankfully, it's still early here for the Guardians this yes, season. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the sports roundtable here this week. And uh, when we come back, we'll have our final guest of the day. Uh, Giving him a little bit of extra time to sleep in after that game last night. Uh, The radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Tim Alcorn, uh, will be joining us next. That's coming up on the Locker Room Show here on 95.3. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel. Fill your belly with hot coffee, energy drinks, or great snacks and grill items. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student-athletes for your success. Westside Sunoco, the first stop coming into Norwalk or the last stop leaving Norwalk. Westside Sunoco, stop by and you'll always see those smiling faces. In January of 2017, 
I was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And within 24 hours of that diagnosis, uh, we found ourselves here in Memphis at St. Jude. They knew what they were doing. They knew how they were gonna treat her. They laid out this elaborate plan. We didn't know what the future was or if there even was a future. But with St. Jude, there was. Not that long ago, the survival rate was 4%. 4%. But through the work and research that St. Jude does, that's now 94%. And you know how that got done? It's through donations by people getting behind this mission that no child dies in the dawn of life. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Radio and baseball go hand in hand. Ball games on the radio are like a soundtrack to spring and summer fun. Hi, this is Beth Burgett, Senior Marketing Executive here at the Radio Ranch. The Cleveland Guardians season is underway. Reserve your spot as a Guardian sponsor on 95.3 WLKR. Guardians fans listen to the games on the radio as they drive around and go about their busy days. And fans throughout the area know they can listen to the games on the sports voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Our sponsorship plans are affordable and will help you reach lots of potential customers. If you'd like to be part of the ball games, call me or any of the members of our advertising and marketing team. Call 419-668-8151 or email advertising at wlkrradio.com. Get in the games, get on the radio, and get some more customers for your business. I used to compete in sports a lot. But then I realized that you can buy trophies. The Locker Room Show continues on the Sports Voice of the Firelands 95.3 WLKR. Now I'm good at everything. (laughs) And welcome back to the Locker Room Show here on 95.3 WLKR. Once again, I'm the Captain Chris Morgan along with Mark Lane. 947 here at the Radio Ranch and 48 degrees. Temperature climbing a little bit here, so... Hopefully that means some good things for a potential Guardians doubleheader here this afternoon. But switching over to the other big-time team going on in Cleveland right now, it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. And joining us now on the Locker Room Show is the radio voice of the Cavs, Tim Alcorn. Uh, Boy, first of all, good morning, Tim. Thanks for joining us on the Locker Room Show this morning. And uh, just a rough one last night for the Cavs in Game 3 against New York. Rough one. Well, you're you're being kind. Yeah, that was uh, that was an ugly performance. Listen, uh, what's the old saying? You can put lipstick on a pig. I mean, it was just uh, an ugly performance. The Cavaliers did not perform well, and so uh, I kind of like the fact that there's a very quick turnaround now because uh, you don't have to sit and think about this one for two or three days. Uh, we're going to get ready to play a game tomorrow afternoon at one o'clock, and so. Uh, you can't dwell on this one for too long. Uh, you've got to turn around and hopefully uh, get one tomorrow here at MSG. Yeah, I almost wonder if that really played 
a bigger role than we thought there. Of course, the last time the Cavs played was Tuesday night, and then they have those uh, couple days off all the way until Friday with the travel day and just uh, the weirdness of the NBA playoff schedule. But uh, I think you're right, Tim, that uh, quick turnaround uh, coming up for Game 4 on Sunday hopefully should be a lot more beneficial for the Cavs. Yeah, we're go- the Cavs are going to practice this afternoon, and uh, you know I'm sure they're going to go over uh, a lot of things. But in the end, uh, just didn't hit shots. Uh, they appeared to be uh, just off course with the Madison Square Garden crowd. I think it got to them early, and uh, give the Knicks credit. You know, they 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 reacted to the environment. They they let it fuel them and. For the Cavaliers, uh, there just wasn't a whole lot that went right last night. There weren't any positives. And so uh, to turn around and play another game in 36 hours, I think that's a positive now. Yeah, this is Mark, Tim. And I I think that, you know, one of the things with this young team, once again, is you you talked about the, you know, the crowd there in New York, uh, you know, their first playoff game on the road. uh, Maybe rattled a little bit with this short turnover. The beauty of it all is... If if they can get that solved and come back, if if they can win this next game, then all of a sudden it's a three game series where you have two games in Cleveland. That's exactly right. Uh, so that's the task at hand. Uh, you go out tomorrow afternoon and and figure out a way to get one here at Madison Square Garden and not let that crowd affect you. Listen, uh, the place was roaring last night. Uh, MSG especially during postseason basketball is one of the most difficult places to play and so uh, a young Cavs team uh, like DG like Evan Mobley uh, they hadn't experienced that before so uh, they'll get there tomorrow and say okay now we know what this is like now will it add up to a Cavs win well that's why you play the game but uh, I think now they've experienced it they understand what it's all about Uh, JB has talked throughout the season about learning and learning how to win and learning how to adjust to different things. And so uh, that was a huge learning experience for the Cavs last night. Talking with the radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Tim Alcorn, here on the Locker Room Show this morning. And, uh, Tim, I really think kind of that same mentality is uh, what you could say for the Cavs going back to even the beginning of this series, just uh, being young and having these first experiences uh, that first game of the series was their first playoff game for a lot of these guys. Then you see them bounce back in game two. Then you get the first road game. Didn't quite go as planned, but uh, as long as they can kind of stick to that pattern there, then uh, things could be looking up for Sunday. Of course, like you said, that's why they play the games, but uh, at the very least, you, you get that experience, and now you uh, get to put what you learned into effect here in the next uh, in the next game on Sunday. That's exactly right. Listen, I don't know if the Cavs are, are going to shoot any better tomorrow or hit their free throws, uh, but I do think uh, they'll be more prepared for the game. So uh, in that sense, and the environment. So I think, you know, it, it, it's beneficial in the fact that you can flush this one down pretty quick. Uh, just get it out of your system. I don't even know uh, later today at practice uh, how much of the film JB will show because they just weren't hitting shots, and they just weren't hitting free throws. And so uh, there's not a lot to be gained by just, you know, making that repetitive in the guy's heads over and over. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but I certainly expect a much better performance uh, tomorrow afternoon. Listen, uh, they know their their backs are to the wall. Now, it's, I, I wouldn't say if they must win because you can still go home 
uh, and get a win on Wednesday night and get it back here next Friday. But uh, they certainly need to perform a lot better, and I think we will see that on Sunday. Well, the, the Mark again, Tim, and you know the one thing that that you know as well as Chris and I do, having uh, grown up in the area and and uh, being the uh, Cleveland fans that we are, nothing ever comes easy for us. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, <laughs> anybody that knows Cleveland sports history knows uh, that is indeed the case. And uh, listen, you know, not to just keep hammering the point, it's a young basketball team. Uh, the youngest starting lineup in the NBA. So uh, you're going to have moments, and you're going to have nights like we saw last night. And um, hopefully they're they're going to respond. I think they will. I don't think you'll see a performance tomorrow uh, like you saw last night. Uh, they'll hone in. They'll be ready and uh, knowing that uh, it's a very critical game. Like I said, I wouldn't call it a must win, but uh, it's a critical game. And so you'll see a better performance, and obviously, hopefully, uh, those Game one, meaning MSG, game one jitters at the Garden, uh, will subside somewhat and you'll settle in and just play Cavalier basketball. Uh, now, Tim, before we let you go here this morning, uh, I saw a few rumblings on social media the, the other day about maybe making a change in the starting lineup, uh, possibly uh, putting Karis Levert up there and bringing Okoro off the bench and uh, kind of getting the Cavs' quote-unquote death lineup out there on the floor more often. Uh, just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that and if uh, you could see a potential lineup change coming here going into Game 4. Well, it didn't work. Uh, to start last night. Uh, Harris was scoreless in the first half, but uh, he got going in that second half of play. He had 17 points, and they were all in the third and fourth quarter. So JB did make the change last night. We'll see if he reverts back uh, to starting Isaac tomorrow afternoon. I don't know how much you want to flip-flop on that when you keep going back and forth. Uh, It does, when the Cavs are hitting shots, which they weren't last night, but uh, when they're playing well offensively, it does force Jalen Brunson uh, to work at the defensive end of the floor. I think uh, when Okoro's on the floor, he doesn't pose the offensive threat that Karras does. And so it'll, they'll, they'll put Brunson on Okoro and pretty much just have him slack off, Isaac. Where if LaBert is on the floor, it forces Brunson to, to dig in a little more defensively. So uh, he went with that change last night. We'll see if he does it again tomorrow, but I, I would think now once you've made that change, you're going to stick with it. I would think so, too, and uh, that was actually the big point that I kept seeing uh, with uh, Lavert in the starting lineup. It doesn't allow Brunson to uh, quote-unquote hide on the defensive end, and you can take advantage of that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if the Cavs go with the same strategy here in Game 4, but uh, either way, got a little bit of work to do, and uh, hopefully they'll be up to the challenge here coming up on Sunday. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't know if they're going to win the game, but uh, I think they will play a lot better. I think it'll be a competitive basketball game, and hopefully the Cavs can steal one here at MSG and go back to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on Wednesday with the series tied at two. All right, with that, we'll let you go, uh, Tim, but thanks for coming on the air with us once again on the Locker Room Show. Have a great rest of your day off here today, and we'll look forward to your call tomorrow afternoon for Game 4. 
Appreciate it, guys. Always good to talk to you on WLKR and touch base with the folks in Norwalk. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, and we appreciate you. That's uh, Tim Alcorn, the radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, here on the Locker Room Show here on 95.3. And I'd be remiss if we for, if we didn't forget our uh, sports trivia question here today. I almost forgot about it, Mark. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But then I looked over and I saw it, this sponsor it was, read. It was yes. like, oh, yes, have to do that. So, of course, uh, that trivia question is brought to you by... Buy the uh, locally owned Norwalk Domino's. Order today a medium two-topping pizza for only $6.99 each. Uh, that's at the local Norwalk Domino's here uh, for our sports trivia question here today. And uh, for that question, Mark, we're actually going to go with the Cavs and uh, go with a matchup here with the Knicks uh, specifically here this season because, of course, last night, unfortunately, the Cavs became the only team in the NBA this season, regular season and playoffs included, to not score 80 points in a ball game. <laughs> but that's not the only time that the, that the Cavs and Knicks have both scored under 100 points in their matchups here this season, the other one going back to the regular season. But our trivia question for that today is who actually won that game? The last time the Cavs and Knicks uh, both scored under 100 points uh, back in the regular season. So let me uh, clear up the phone line there. You can call in for Sandusky at 419-609-4953. And in Norwalk, 419-663-4953. And if you're the uh, correct uh, caller and, an- and get that correct answer, you'll get yourself a medium two-topping pizza from Domino's and uh uh, just one more time, who won that Cavs and Knicks matchup when they both scored under 100 points in the regular season back this year? I'll give you a hint. It was all the way back in December. What do you think, Mark? I think the Cavs won it. Okay. Okay, we'll see if you had the correct answer here in uh, just a little bit. But uh, we'll go ahead and take our caller off the air here this morning. But, uh, boy, as we wrap up today, Mark, just got uh, a bunch of fantastic sports action coming your way. And you can't ask for anything better, right? No, no. It's, uh, you know, it gives us something to look forward to as we look out to the dark, dreary sky. (laughs) Out to the dark abyss that is the Ohio weather. Yes. (laughs) All right, that'll do it for the Locker Room Show here today. But want to thank all of our guests for coming on the show with us this morning. Uh, Joe Crawford, the athletic director over in Willard. Sports writer extraordinaire Josh Morgrid. Of course, uh, Tim Alcorn as well, the radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers. A big thanks to all of them for coming on the show with us here this morning. But that'll do it for the Locker Room Show. Uh, Coming up this afternoon... We're going to try to get both games of that Guardians doubleheader here on the air. I believe a pregame warm-up starting at 2.35 this afternoon and first pitch for game one at 3.10. So we'll see if they get those games in. And uh, otherwise, we'll have Cavaliers playoff basketball tomorrow afternoon. Game four against the Knicks on the road. A 12.30 pregame start, 1 o'clock tip-off up at Madison Square Garden. But that'll do it for the Locker Room Show. For Mark Lane, I'm the Captain Chris Morgan. Have a great one, and we'll see you next time here on 95.3. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. Best summed up by this wonderful quote, it is better not to open your mouth and appear foolish than to open it and fool them.